Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to President, Patriot, or Puppet. On this radio program, we discuss current political issues with the interaction and intensity not heard on other shows, including the visual mainstream media. Our listeners learn and often participate because the issues discussed could affect them directly. We do not let the politically skewed loud voices of a few political liars drown out our justified demand for life, liberty, and the truth. You any political correctness, nor will you we run from any of the issues. We will take the challenge head on because each of us will do all in our power to save America from its obvious destruction from within, beginning with the Muslim in chief who obviously hates America. If you have a comment for anyone on the show, our call in number is one three four seven eight two six seven four zero zero. So have we stooped to such a low as to be be seen as pot smoking pay no attention Americans? Or can we be strong and save America? Dumb people and dopeheads are easy to control with lies and deceit from government. But strong Americans can't be fooled, and we will not allow our country to be destroyed. So, Mr. Gerber, not all of us are stupid, but I will get to you in just a minute. What most Americans fail to realize is that the destruction of America has been planned and is currently underway. Obamacare architect Jonathan Gerber's statements are just more proof of that. The craziness coming out of Washington is not the result of incompetent politicians. Rather, the politicians are doing the bidding of the true puppet masters and those are the folks who control the money. This is being accomplished in such a stealth manner that the low-informed American people will have no idea what is happening to them until it's too late. The fact that America was ignorant enough and gullible enough to elect a man with such a questionable background with no accomplishments to his name, which would represent anything of value is reason enough to say that there are dumb Americans and we strong Americans are allowing them to make our bed and now we must lie in it or stand up once more as the high-informed strong Americans we are and not let that happen. In a, a fascinating piece of in USA Today, Glenn Reynolds, a.k.a. Uh, Insta-Tupid urged uh, the Republican Party to con- in control of the next Congress to pass six bills right away. They are not cautious proposals. Reynolds suggests include repealing the drinking age currently pegged at 21 years old, the discrimination of marijuana at the federal level, liberalizing Clinton-era entertainment copyright laws, increasing access to pharmaceutical contraceptives, and eliminating public sector employee unions. These proposals are as politically savvy as they are smart policy. They cleave off of portions of uh, the youth vote for whom corporate tax policy is a perfectly abstract concept, and they target democratic constituents that thrive in environments in which competition is limited. All of these policies could be considered appeals to the species of liberalism. The GOP base is growing increasingly friendly toward the liberal, the libertarian approach to the uh, uh, contentiousness policies mattered uh, uh, matters on the do, the domestic front, but libertarian uh, prescriptions for Americans' challenges abroad are far less appealing to the broadest segment of the Republican coalition. 
This is the central problem plaguing Senator Rand Paul, Republican Kentucky, uh, uh, sent presidential. Uh, he was a presidential campaign, and the uh, junior Kentucky senator represents the vanguard of influential uh, libertarian learning Republicans, uh, wresting control of the party away from the compassionate conservatives of an earlier era. The proliferation of conflicts abroad and threats to American national security posed by both state and non-state actors has, however, made the GOP directly less friendly toward the libertarian embrace of American uh, retrenchment. The 2014 midterm elections demonstrated the uh, resurgence power of the GOP's hawks. Now, internationalist Republican candidates like uh, uh, Joni Ernest and Tom Cotton uh, are set to join the Republican-dominated uh, Senate in January, where hawkish Senators uh, John uh, McCain and Marco Rubio and Lindsey Graham and Bob Corker uh, wield significant influence in the next Senate. Paul's brand of disengagement is a minority point of view, but while Paul did abandon his early opposition to the war against ISIS in the Middle East. The Kentucky senator is now twisting in the political winds. In an op-ed, the Daily Beast, Paul sought to unpin the narrative that his style of foreign policy is out of step with the Republican Party. He says, I believe the president must come to Congress to begin a war. Paul wrote, I also believe that War Powers Act is misunderstood. President Obama acted without true constitutional authority, even between the 90 days expired since uh, we were not under attack at the time. But in either case, the war is now illegal. He continued, it must be declared and, and made valid or it must be ended. Paul took direct aim at the hawks within his party, framing them as closer to the Obama administration than their Republican constituents on foreign matters relating to affairs. Prominent Republicans from the interventionist wing of the party uh, patriot and applaud uh, Kerry's position. If ever there was too much bipartisanship, it would be the bipartisan acceptance of unlimited presidential war-making power. Conservatives should realize, though, what unfettered presidential powers means. Proponents of this theory argue that congressional laws cannot limit the president's power to perform warrantless searches, carry out uh, wiretaps, detain perceived enemies of the state, or even torture people, not just of enemy soldiers, but American citizens not engaged in combat. Apologists for unlimited presidential war power, like former Bush administration official John Yu, claim that no law can place any limits on the president's determinations as to any terrorist threats, the amount of military force to be used in response, or the method timing and nature of the response. You further argues for the unchecked executive power by claiming that the explicit constitutional power for Congress to declare war is really not a check at all. In the remarkable work of, of, of doublespeak, you writes that the declare war clause does not grant Congress any power to initiate war, but only the judicial power to recognize whether the nation was already in a legal state of war for purposes of domestic law. It is unclear whether Paul can rebrand his opposition to the interventionist foreign policy as opposition to unfettered executive authority. It is, however, telling that Paul is trying to reframe both his position on intervention and conflicts abroad and those of his GOP rivals ahead in 2016.
But today, the illegal alien amnesty thing is front and center page with the threat from Obama to use executive order to provide amnesty to illegals if Congress does not send him a bill that he is completely agreeable with by December of 2014. If Obama acts on his own, will it bring up impeachment charges, or will it bring up what he should be charged with, and that is treason? Fox News reported last evening the leaked Obama amnesty plan. The plan contains 10 initiatives that span everything from boosting border security to improving pay for immigration officers. The plan calls for expanding deferred action for illegal immigrants who came to the U.S. as children, but also for the parents of the U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents. The plan could allow upwards of 4.5 million illegal immigrant adults with U.S.-born children to stay, according to estimates, receive work uh, author, uh, authority in the United States, Social Security numbers, and government-issued IDs. Another portion that is sure to cause uh, the uh, consternation among uh, the amnesty lawmakers is a plan to expand deferred action for uh, young people. In June 2012, Obama created such a program for illegal immigrants who came to the U.S. as children and entered before June 2007 and were under the age of 31. Well, that's a child, right? As the uh, June tw- as of June the 2012, the change would expand that to cover anyone who entered before they were 16 and change the cutoff from June of 2007 to January 2010. This is estimated to make nearly 300,000 illegal immigrants eligible. The draft plan obtained by Fox News, Obama granting permanent work permits to an extra 500,000 immigrants apparently uh, for tech jobs. The plan also calls for elimination of the Secure Communications Program, which had been one of the few successful programs from, for removing criminal aliens from the country. It is difficult to assess yet whether Fox has gotten hold of something close to what the president plans to release next week or if it's just one of the several options he's considering or if the White House is making sure this is leaked in order to measure the reaction. Whichever might be the case, it is extremely important now that it is being reported that members of Congress hear from the people and those of this on this radio program as some of those people shouting from this radio program, we will make a difference. Appearing on the Kelly File Tuesday night, Representative Trey Gowdy, Republican of South Carolina, delivered a defiant message to the MIT professor, Jonathan Gerber, the Obamacare architect, who said in 2013, that a a lack of transparency and the stupidity of American voters helped get the law through Congress. You want to see how stupid our fellow citizens are, Gowdy said? Take a look at last Tuesday night, Gowdy was referring to the sweeping GOP victories in the midterm elections because they rejected you, this bill, and this administration. And no, Mr. Gerber, we are not all stupid. Obamacare architect Jonathan Gerber, no, the American people as a whole are not stupid, Mr. Gerber, just the Obama supporters. The word stupid fits those in Congress, however, especially those such as Nancy Pelosi, who stated that we have to pass the bill before we read what is in it. Now, listen to Mr. Gerber's actual sentiments to the American people. You can't do it politically. You just literally cannot do it. Okay, transparent financing, and let's have transparent financing, all transparent spending. I mean, the, this bill was written in a tortured way to make sure CBO did not score the mandate as taxes. If CBO scored the mandate as taxes, the bill dies. Okay, so it's written to do that. 
in terms of in terms of risk-rated subsidies. If you had a law which said healthy people are going to pay in, it made explicit the healthy people pay in and sick people get money, it would not have passed. Okay, just like the people, transparency, lack of transparency is a huge political advantage, and basically, you know, call it the stupidity of the American voter or whatever. But basically, that was really really critical to getting the thing to pass. And, you know, it's the second best argument. Look, I wish Mark was right. We can make it all transparent, but I'd rather have this law than not. So it's kind of like his reporter story. You know, yeah, there's things I wish I could change, but I'd rather have this law than not. It's just, it's, you it's, can't it's, do it. It's incredible. But that is coming out of their mouths, and now it's only revealing that, yes, indeed, they are trying to destroy this country. George Orwell certainly was right about the use of meaningless words in politics. If we hope to, re- to remain free, we must cut through the fog and attach concrete meanings to the words politicians use to deceive us. We must reassert that America is a republic and not a democracy and remind ourselves that the Constitution places limits on government that no majority can overrule. We must resist any use of the word freedom the, to describe state action. We must reject the current meaningless designations uh, uh, of the liberals and rhino conservatives alike in favor of the accurate term for both. Every politician on earth claims to support freedom. The problem is so few of them even understand the simple meaning of the word freedom. Now I'm going to quote Mark Twain. I've never killed a man, but I have read many an obituary with a great deal of satisfaction. Now I want to bring in the first contributor to this show, Michael Talley. What do you got? What's your opinion, Mike? Oh, good morning, Davis. Good morning, Doctor. Well, I think going back to the immigration that the pretender-in-chief is trying to pass, it cracks me up. They're going to give them government-issued IDs, yet they don't like voter IDs. I mean, they right. can't even come down on the same side of the same issue when it's to their benefit. And we got Wolf elected here as governor in Pennsylvania, <clears throat> the only state that elected a Democrat, and from what I understand, I can't say for sure, but Penn State was against Corbett because of the Sandusky thing. And they all got the little Penn State shirts on and went out, and they all voted for Wolf. Had nothing to do with the political motivation of how terrible Wolf is going to be. It was just a statement against Corbett. Only for Sandusky, Penn State, Papa Joe, whatever the hell they call that guy, I mean, it's amazing. These people just, they're fools. There's nobody in politics that is there for the people. They're there for their salary. They're there to make sure they get reelected. And you got this immigration thing, which is a farce, going to allow all these people in. The boy's trying to shut down Gitmo, which he'll release them all. He sent five terrorist ringleaders in exchange for Birdall, a, a traitor to the military. The boy hates the military. There's no doubt about it. Hates the military. And now he's going to let all these illegal aliens come in? This is incredible. The Republicans have got to step up and stop them, and don't worry about being called racist. I'm so sick of that cry-wolf thing. Uh, everything that they do, well, you don't like Obama because he's black. No, I don't like his wife half either. He's an idiot. He's trying to destroy the country. When are you going to see that? He goes over to China, puts the China robes on, and makes a uh, an agreement with them. We're going to stop using all our fossil fuels eventually. China, eh, they're not going to do anything. They laughed at him before he came over. He doesn't bring the gorilla with him. They think that is a terrible sign of disrespect. He has no idea of other cultures, other things that are going on in the other cultures. You got Valerie Jarrett. They finally found out she keeps an enemies list in the White House. You got Al Sharpton picking the next attorney general, the replacement for this idiot card-carrying white hater, Holder. And now they're bringing in somebody, uh, another black white hater, Loretta Lynch. Sharpton 
selected them. I mean, that's enough to know right there that if Sharpton selects them, you know they're against the country. Obama, after this terrible defeat, we got seven more seats in this, this the Senate. Alaska was the last to fall that I'm aware of. We have a runoff in December with Landrieu. Now they're trying to push through the Keystone Pipeline, and they think that's going to help Landrieu. I don't understand it, but, again, they're Democrats. Obama speaks up and says, I hear you people that didn't vote, and you're my mandate. I mean, he would twist anything around. They didn't vote, so that's his mandate? Incredible. you got a lot of the states, Alabama was the last one, but they're out there banning Sharia law, which is what they should be doing. Sharia law, do you think the women would object to that? let alone normal people that knows what Sharia law is. Now he's out there trying to take over the Internet, net neutrality, throwing everything up against the wall to see what sticks. Doesn't care about what Congress says, about what the judicial says. He's going to do whatever he can, legalize marijuana federally, allow all the illegal immigrants to come in. We've got a European space agency out of Germany that landed a spaceship exploratory spaceship on a moving comet. We used to do that kind of thing. We don't do it anymore because now we've got the tenure-in-chief up there saying, eh, I think NASA should really, really concentrate on pointing out the Muslim contributions to society. He said that years ago. They haven't come up with one yet. Let's hit the ride with the Russians uh, when we need to go up to feed our uh, astronauts, yeah. 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 Plus, that price is going up. The thing that started about fifteen, now it's up to sixty, probably higher yeah. by now. There's a great picture, and I know I mentioned this before, yeah. but you got Obama sitting there with a poodle on his lap, and sitting beside him in another picture is Putin yeah. with a leopard on his lap. Yeah. Tells you the whole story right there. Yeah. Doctor, what are your thoughts? I'm talking too much. You you both summed up what's going on in the world very well. I don't know. If I could beat that at all or equal it. Um, first, uh, I believe in Alaska we just picked up another sentence yesterday. Uh, yes. Correct me if I'm wrong for that next number eight, I believe. And then Mary Landry, when she loses Louisiana, that would make number nine. Hopefully we get that as well. Uh, and they're trying to push the Keystone Pipeline. Now, most people don't realize there are Keystone Pipelines already there. This is an extension of the pipeline and widening and to bring more oil down. Uh, so whatever pollution they made when they built the first pipelines, they're still there. It's insane the way the pipeline's been blocked by the Obama administration. But that that aside, I believe Mary Landry is a, on very risky turf right now. I don't think she's going to get in, but we'll see. Uh, and the Senate's trying to help her. They're trying to push as much as, as they can through the lame duck administration, including all these executive orders. Luckily for us, now we have the Senate and the House, we can defund anything, including ICE. Uh, so these deportations may just go on, uh, even without Obama's permission. He's overzealous uh, in what he's doing for us. He's exceeding the limits of the constitutional authority that he has, Obama, on amnesty, uh, immigration, and so forth. There was an article yesterday, people may not have seen it, a small article, where a lot of guns are being taken away from border control agents, and they may even have to share guns. They're claiming there's, there's a a breakage in part of the barrel or something in one of these guns, but the, there's no recall from the uh, manufacturer. So Obama's trying to reduce the uh, ability of the Border Patrol to do what they're supposed to do. And you see what he did very smartly within his uh, ten-point plan of, of amnesty. He's raising the uh, salaries of the Border Patrol people so they'll shut up. And literally, they'll, they'll keep quiet. Say, well, I'm getting more money. What do I care, you know? I'll, and I have less work to do since there'll be less people... Uh, uh, here to uh, to arrest or deport or whatever. So that in and of itself, he's trying to circumvent some of the argumentation that will come um, from his these proposals. But I believe uh, constitutionally, it'll it'll falter when it gets into court. They will stop this. The Republicans, they have the power now, and they will do it. You know, we don't hear anything about ISIS now, right? That's on the back burner. Ebola is on the back burner as well. There was an edict that came down in the last week saying from Obama administration not to, and I did a, I did a, a piece on this for I heard you ready yesterday, not to uh, uh, report suspected cases of Ebola. And Ebola, uh, now we won't even know if our neighbor has it, a neighbor traveled overseas, that kind of thing, or, or as uh, my family's in, med- in medical, uh, they won't know if their patients have it until it's 
confront. That's ridiculous. People should participate in the knowledge that is out there. Someone that has a potential to have a ball, they need to know these kind of things. Uh, I've received a lot of criticism about this, but I don't care. I think people have a right to understand what Ebola is, what it can do, what its potential is. I don't think ISIS is as big a problem as Obama is right now. Remember, Obama, he has the code to the nuclear weapons. He's the most dangerous man on this planet, and and that's what worries me most. Obama made deals with the Iranians so they can go ahead with their nuclear program as well. It's pretty scary what's going on in Washington right now, and I don't think Mitch McConnell and... Um, the other guy in the in the house uh, are up to it. I think they should be replaced. But as of this morning, Mitch McConnell has been elected as the majority leader in the Senate, and that, that, I don't think that's a good thing. I think it's the time that the younger guys push for a more aggressive approach than McConnell is going to come along and do. What do you guys think? Well, I agree. You know, there's Bonner and McConnell. Yeah, you you brought this up uh, about the border uh, crossing down there and, you know, giving the guards more money, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. How about the the idea that they've been uh, penalized for stopping people who they thought were illegals? You can't ask them. That's that's being done. You can't ask them if they're illegal when you stop them. Look what they did in Arizona down there. Moving right on over to one of the major problems, which is in the Obama administration, which everybody understands, really, is like the commander-in-chief, and she has uh, been spoke of uh, very uh, affirmatively by uh, Rose and uh, a- another senior Obama advisor recalled how Valerie Jarrett was able to manipulate the immigration and deportation issue as a civil rights issue, mask uh, in securing the Latino vote. Now, Jarrett uh, urged the president to use executive actions in order to stop the deportations of central legal lives as children under the DREAM Act. And while some advisors uh, worried over the uh, legality challenging the state, such as Arizona, with tough immigration laws, Jarrett saw it as a different light. She argued that central provision requiring police to check the immigration status of the people taken into into custody amounted to racial profiling. Racial profiling being a civil rights issue. Jarrett knew Obama was very well educated in the and the issue going back to his days as community organizer in Chicago. Therefore, she put the fight in the president's wheelhouse. And, of course, Jarrett once again fed Obama's oversized ego and circumvent the immigration law and just uh, sidestep Congress. It's a complete farce. This this is a, a, a government that is a... Closest to a dictatorship that I ever believe America has ever been. It's incredible, but I believe it to be true. Again, I would love to go back to George Orwell as well as the gentleman who said, uh, I've never killed a man, Mr. Mark Twain, (laughs) but I have read many obituaries. With a great deal of satisfaction. <laughs> yeah, I could live with that. Well, Obama's done such terrible destruction to the Democratic Party. Since he was elected in 2008, he lost 69 seats in the House and, to date, 13 Senate seats, probably more by the time he's done. And that's why nobody wanted him to campaign with him. Even his wife says, having the last name of Obama is is hurting her. She's out there doing the stupid things she does. I I really have no respect at all. I mean, most of the first ladies, you know, you have a respect where they pick a normal thing to campaign for. It's against drugs or it's against illiteracy. Some goes out and steals kids' lunches. Now they want to pay uh, to have the breakfast and lunch at the schools. Parents have no say in what the kids eat. I mean, she is the single worst woman ever to be in the White House. 
it's just incredible the fact that we have to listen to people like Landrew Pelosi, uh, Sheila Jackson, Sheila Jackson Lee. I mean, there's a lot of them coming up that not only do we not respect, but they're, and you know, to use a very nice term, they're idiots. Of simply put, freedom is the absence of government coercion. Our founding fathers understood this and created the least coercive government in the history of the world. The Constitution established a very limited, decentralized government to provide national defense and little else. Now, states, not federal government, were charged with protecting individuals against criminal force and fraud. Now, what the hell has happened? Government has taken over. It's not just one-sixth of the economy that people have been uh, fraudulently uh, uh, told and talked about with uh, this Obamacare. As the truth is now coming out with people like this Gerber uh, uh, lunatic, it is going to be a doministic continually growing government to control every facet of our lives. And I truly believe, Mark, uh, I don't remember if you had the same opinion, but as me and Mike, I believe martial law is on its way. Well, uh, most likely, I think there'll be a more of a civil insurrection prior to that. I think the the, uh, voting, the electorate, said they're due on, on election day, that was sort of a civil uprising in and of itself, though it was a passive. A lot of people didn't show up to the polls. We still won with overwhelming numbers and I believe, 32 states. Uh, I just want to talk about Valerie Jarrett just a tad. Uh, she was born in uh, Shiraz, Iran, as, as most people may know. She lived there seven years. Uh, she understood, She understands the Iranian culture very well. She has the ear of the president. She's at just about every uh, meeting that he attended. He doesn't attend that many meetings. She has a law degree. Uh, she was uh, a bigwig up in Chicago on the on the Board of Transportation and, and some of the planning boards up there. Uh, she got a degree from the University of Michigan. She is the key advisor to the president. She flies around the world with him, sits at tables where policy advisors more astute in, in nature should be sitting next to has has the ear of Michelle, and 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 hopefully it's only the ear. <laughs> I hope that not, there's nothing else uh, going on with these people, because uh, she is very very like a second wife to him, uh, as described by the New York Times the other day. As I read an article on Valerie Jarrett, we need to be afraid of this particular woman. As I wrote in Demons of Democracy, which was banned from bookstores because <laughs> it was too toxic, I believe. Um, the lawyers are destroying this country, and look who's doing this. We have a lawyer as a president. We have a lawyer as his key aide. Right down the line, we had Hillary Clinton. We have uh, every every one of them, just about uh, running down the list, has a, a law degree, except for Boehner, I, I believe. These are the people who are taking apart the country, and if they're not doing something, their silence is just as bad if they, if they voted against uh uh, some of these policies. Silence is a bad thing. They need to stand up against Obama now, take him to court, bring down this amnesty thing. We can't go to court for, for executive orders, put stays on these uh, orders that he's bringing down. Now, there's one coming up with the environment. Uh, I don't know if we pointed that out in this particular show. He went to China. He made a deal with the president over there. They laughed in his face, as you may have said. And what is they don't have to do anything for 16 years. We have to implement everything right now. It's it's just an unbelievable situation that we're being put in. The economy will be destroyed if we implement uh, the EPA policies. And EPA cannot write legislation. Only the Congress is. But, again, Obama is circumventing it. So we have a, a real milieu in Washington. It's very negative, And there's dark clouds coming to Washington in the next week or two through these executive orders. There's going to be a lot of infighting there. And at the end of the day, Obama, allow me to say this, is pissing off the Congress. They now have the power to bring him down, and they may just do that if he pushes them too much. I know they don't want to bring the the impeachment gavel down on him because it will tie up the Congress for other things to do. But think about what he's doing. 
There's, there's no constitution. Basically, what he said is, we're abandoning the constitution. I'm ruling by fiat, and go screw yourself. That, that's basically what he said. I, I would hope what he wants they, to do. they go for treason trials, not just impeachment uh, trials. That's a tough. I, I, that's a tough. You know, he is. He's black. They won't do it. Yeah, it's, it's real. I think I'd love to see that, but I, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, well, they got to defund everything this boy, this yeah. boy tries to do. Yeah, right. he's a he's an empty suit. All he can do is what Jarrett and Soros tell him to do. He's got no original thoughts. We never found out his education. We didn't do anything to vet this boy, and yet there he is. Because the low information voters, like McGruger or Gruger says, well, the American people, the voters are stupid. This guy must have had such an inflated ego. He's a little bomber, and he's got to say what he did. Oh yeah, we we pulled one over on you. We told you what was happening. Never would have passed. I mean, are people actually stupid enough to believe what the Democratic Party and the Obama does is correct? They got to stand up. It's time. To, it's time for a revolt. I think they say, don't really care. I mean, you look at some of those interviews out there. For God's sake, they don't even. Uh, they can't even tell you it, what's right in front of them, much less anything to do with the the Democrat Party or the Republican Party. They just walk around in in a daze. You know that. The best thing I've read is, is Joe Becker of the New York Times said Valerie Jarrett is the other power in the West Wing, yeah. so the one who led the effort to include the, uh, the broadest possible uh, contraception coverage and health care overall. And of course, it means nothing to tackle actual everyday person. You can just you can talk about the things you know, Kathleen Sibillis is one of her right hand mans, you know, and look at what we have up there. I, I would wager to say if you walk out on the street and ask someone who is Kathleen Sibillis, they would probably tell you they don't know who she is. You know, and they don't know who Biden is. Yeah. I don't think Biden from the colleges. Yeah, I'm not sure he was either. <laughs> I think one of the most interesting things that came out of the election was Nevada is now a red state. Yeah. Reed, that little mousy yeah. idiot, is is not going to be running the Senate. At least now, maybe we'll get some Republican House passed bills through the Senate for a vote. Yeah. Yeah, they've got some bills, bills up there that's gathering dust. They could shake them off and start uh, talking about it in the Senate. I think it's yeah, worth one would be the Keystone Pipeline. Get it through. <laughs> What's that? What's Did that you guys done? see the, the cartoon today in the newspapers? Uh, it has an aged out Carter with congratulating Obama, handing him the worst president ever award, and Obama's face <laughs> on this card. It's funny, and you have to see. I don't know how I could get it to you guys, but it's really, really funny. I picked it up on the Twitter. And yeah, the uh, true ones are funny. Yeah, but this is the sense of many of us in the nation. We feel this this guy is want to destroy every aspect, every institution, every industry. He wants to overtax us to make sure that industries go overseas. He wants to make America a second-rate nation. And I'll tell you this on the air. No matter what he does, no matter what he tries to do, the infrastructure is still here to make this country the best in the world, and it is the best in the world. And as soon as a new guy gets in in 2017, they're going to bring back the military, they're going to bring back NASA. And prob- I heard people from the NIH, NIH whining because they don't have enough funds. They're overfunded. They knew from 1976 Ebola was out there. They knew there would have been six outbreaks out there. This is the biggest one. And they never came up with a vaccine. They they were saying that since the Republicans cut money uh, from the budget, they didn't have enough money to go uh, develop a vaccine. That's a bunch of nonsense. And most vaccines are not developed by the government anyway, but by private industry, as it's happening right now. Absolutely. And he's stepping on private industry. Yeah, just a big lie. Everything's a big lie, they say. Industry leaves this country because of regulation. We yeah. are regulated to death. I mean, one of his, one of Obama's uh, entry speeches to to get into president the first time is we'll tax the coal industry or regulate the coal industry, excuse me, out of business. You yeah. know, there is no such thing as appreciation for America. He is a Muslim. He's not. I mean, he's he's duped America and. 
we put it on the back shelf and accepted it because he was a clean-looking black man. That's uh, from the words of uh, Joe Biden, right? Yeah. And then, of course, yeah, he's, uh, he's a, Reed he's said... You can actually understand. Yeah, yeah, that's what Reed said. You can actually... He's, he doesn't have the black dialect. Right, yeah, <laughs> we can understand the boy. Now, he, all I know is he make a lousy slave. Uh, yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> they, they're still pushing that, that the, that the blacks are still slaves. Oh, they want are to they really to slaves when they're trick. getting $50,000 a year each for entitlement? How they're right. channeling this money, I still don't understand how they do this formula. Now with all the 4.5 new uh, population, million population from the illegals, they're all going to get entitlements. They're all going to get hospitalization and houses and stuff. Where's the money coming from? Well, it's a new way of calling slaves down. slaves because the government has made slaves of them. They... Cannot see Very that. Very good point. Yeah. Right. But it is made them. It's it's a new type of slavery. It's put yeah. them in that position to where they will never feel the success and uh, and a victory of being in business for yourself or or making some accomplishments, even working for others. It's it's taken that away, you know. And that's that's the sad part. I've got some wonderful friends who are black Americans. They're not African Americans. They're black Americans. And that's what everybody ought to realize, is when you have to have an adjective before your name, please, get the hell out of here. We we want Americans here, American lovers, that are going to help us save this country and not trying to find a way to uh, continually rob Peter to pay Paul, just like uh, the English woman over there said, one day you'll finally run out of Peter's, and then what are you going to Paul's? You know, uh, yeah. It's incredible, but it's the truth. We have to manifest the truth and realize that our founding fathers understood that a democracy in a form of government could be a tyrannical, as the king was, which was what our Revolutionary War was about. We didn't want to be ruled by royals. And here we are right back to where we started. Democracies have, democracies have a, a, a life expectancy of about 200 years, and we're right at the closing edge of our 200. Well, it's for voting long people into office, voting yeah. people that only care about their political career. A good call on the radio the other day. A black gentleman called in and says, I'm African American. He says, No, I'm American of African descent. Very well put. If you got to put a name in front of American, that's what you are. And we are being led, theoretically led, by a muzzy in the White House. He was half white and half black when he ran. Now you never hear him say about being, Well, I'm half white. They throw his grandmother under the bus. He throws everybody under the bus. This guy has got no friends anywhere. Nobody wants to be his friend. Nobody wants to talk to him. Even his own party, they don't like him. You know, truth be known, you read deep into the news, he ain't liked. Nobody likes his attitude. They don't want to talk to him because he's never going to take their advice. He's got one objective in mind, destroying the country. And that's what everything he does is aimed towards. So democracy is the road to socialism. Hell, that was uh, from Karl Marx, you know? Here we are. It's slowly building. Uh, a Every every time they get an opportunity, they being the, the Obamianist administration, to try to destroy the Constitution. He's even gotten some uh, Supreme Court ju- judges in there now to say, you know, why don't we consider Sharia law and, and the Constitution is becoming outdated? All those kinds of words. They are destroying this country. It's we, well, anybody that accepts Sharia law are fools. Yeah. Well, first of all, you got this good story uh, years ago that this woman in Florida wanted to be taking a picture of her, her driver's license with her eyes showing. I mean, that's Sharia law. Is that what you want? That means anybody can walk into a bank with a machine gun under their little gown. And the guys, too, they might as well dress that way because they do when they kill somebody. 
These Muslims are cowards. I hope you Muzzies out there hear this. You are cowards. No such thing as a moderate Muslim. Nobody stands up against what CARE does. Nobody stands up against the executions. If you don't stand up, just like they said, if you ain't with us, you're against us. There are no moderate Muslims. They all are for the destruction of the country. And just push it. Look at Minnesota, pushing Sharia law. I mean, that's not a place for for normal people anymore. Yeah, look who's in power there, though, the crazies are there. Um, I just want to mention something about executive orders. There's no constitutional provision, no statute that explicitly permits executive orders. Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution says the president has to faithfully carry out the laws. That's all. It doesn't say create the laws. He has to carry out the laws that are created by the legislative branch. He cannot create laws. He is... Aside from the Constitution, he's violating it. The words are right in front of me here. And and what we're seeing now is just the reverse. Obama thinks he could do anything he wants. Now, when he's giving these people uh, a freedom, basically their freedom to stay in the country, he's also giving other people that are coming across that border as well, Nigerians, Iranians, whoever is coming uh, from the southern border, and they're going to get to stay here as well. So it's not just Mexicans, it's Central Americans, South Americans, and whomever are coming in here ISIS. right now. ISIS. I have right. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Mexico is their smallest part of this border encroachment. He is all for setting up cells. They work very hard, those Mexicans, by the way. They're very good workers. I know. Except for the beheading all. each other or killing them down there. That's a small We have a legal process for that, you know. It's the yeah. immigration system. We're, how my ancestors came over here legally, yeah. and we yeah. went through the process and stood on the island over there and went through all of that whatever island, we yeah. had okay that's exactly what we are and and we're not going to give up our constitution and our bill of rights to make it political correctness for those who would like to come over here and say to us we must get rid of that uh annoying constitution because it would not be in political correctness toward our muslim religion you know, I'm sick of that. It just absolutely disturbs me to no end. Well, the Constitution press one for English has got to go. Well, we're based on God. It's already gone, right. David, in a number of ways. It's gone already. You have to press one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have 14 other languages before they get to English. Look at the uh, ATMs now. They've been adapted to Vietnamese, Korean, uh, Chinese. I, I pushed the wrong button the other day. I think I was in the Chinese mode. I couldn't understand what the hell. I, was, I think I got pesos out of it or something. Yeah, it certainly wasn't dollars that came out. Well, you know, it cracks me up because these politicians, the Democrats, will say, well, this country was built by immigrants. They're lying. Of course it was built by immigrants. Legal immigrants. Yeah. yeah. Not somebody just crawled across the border, has no ID, no photo ID, and yeah. no social security number, doesn't pay taxes. No, they didn't what? build the country. They're working on tearing it down. The only good thing about having to pretend you're in chief is eventually the country's going to be so bad, people will be breaking out. They won't be breaking in. No, Muslims did not build this country, as Obama no. said. They're tearing it down. What I was about to say, by inch, our commander-in-chief says, we have to appreciate what the Muslims did for this country. Can what you imagine do? such stupidity? They export no, oil. They've never done anything. We'll That's appreciate all they do. it. Oil yeah, Rangel, another uh, black in Congress, and Rangel is just, he's another one of the, you keep using the word idiots, but that's what he is. Yeah. He's calling the Tea Party white crackers. And he gets away with it. Could you imagine somebody saying anything in the Republican Party that would yeah. even slightly pull out the race? They yeah. would jump over the race cards so quick it would hurt your ears just listening to it. <laughs> but Rangel, being black, can say whatever he wants. Sharpton, Jackson, all these white haters, right. Holder, they can say whatever they want. Nobody comes down against them. But, and their contention is, if you're black, you can't be racist. You, notice you can't be racist if you're white. There's 13% of the population blacks, but in some cases they're up to 80% of the crime, and we just turn our head to this. Well, yeah. at that time we stopped turning our head. My wife and I are afraid to go into Baltimore City. We're afraid to. I want to go play keno at this new uh, casino, of horseshoe in, in Baltimore. It's all, uh, and I'm going to say it, it's black crime there, wall to wall. If you may have noticed the statistics that came out two days ago, Baltimore's number, I think, 36 in the world for crime. 
38 uh, homicides per 100,000 people. It's insane, and they allow it to go on. And the mayor of Baltimore specifically is black. She doesn't want the uh, police to have video cameras. She's even gone to the extent of asking Eric Holder to investigate her own police department. Because with the camera, you could see what's happening, and you could actually see the violence. These poor police officers can't defend themselves. They're being laid off or being fired for excessive force with people carrying guns, knives. The new thing down here in Baltimore is stabbing people when they can't get a gun. They just ride by, and they actually do this. They ride by on a bicycle, and they stab people as they're going by, and they keep riding on. This is it's just something that has to stop. For no reason. Yeah, look at Chicago. I mean, he, that's the murder capital of the world, right? Yeah, pretty and, much, yeah. And they've got more gun control over there than any place in the world. Yeah, it's controlling the wrong guns. Yeah, gun control. Criminals do not give a crap what the law is. They're going to be the ones with the guns. All you do is taking the guns away from the people who want to try to protect themselves. They try to follow the law. To protect ourselves or anybody else. That's a very good point. There was a Supreme Court case in 2010. Um, McDonald versus Chicago, which allowed people to carry guns. They, Chicago was trying to block people from getting permits, and, and this guy came out and he won. So people are allowed to have handguns. So the police come along, like they do here in Maryland, and make it very, very difficult uh, to get a weapon. They take you through three psychological tests, and you have to go before a board, and, and you have to swear your allegiance to Obama or whatever. That's what, but we have a very good thing that happened. Uh, on election day here in Maryland, Hogan came in, who's a Republican. He won by eighty thousand votes. The black uh, lieutenant governor was running for governor. He lost miserably, uh, and many and a lot of blacks voted against him because they see the detriment of what's happening around here in Maryland, and they're afraid to come out of their houses too. We need to have change, and the change I believe is going to be coming if people keep the promises that they made to the voters. That'd be a first. First of all, well, I do is get rid of these idiot pretender in chief in the White House and all of his staff. Rebuild the military, make it strong. Yeah. Rebuild the southern border, like you were saying earlier. They're they're looking to give raises to this the border uh, patrol. Yeah. All the border patrol is instructed to do is, oh, you you have friends in Wyoming, we'll get you a ticket to go to Wyoming. That's our border patrol. Yeah, they're just they just have flags. Come in this way, come in this way. Yeah. There's not gonna be any any time where they're going to say, Well, you look like a uh illegal alien so I have to arrest you. That's uh uh-uh. no, that would be uh racial and racism, right? Yeah. Yeah, God Too forbid you do that. Come to see that. Well the Border Patrol should go back to doing their job. We need somebody I mean, you can't go into another country. You go into Mexico illegally. Look what happened uh, to that Marine, Tomasi, Tomasino, I, I don't really remember his name. Seven months because he made a wrong turn. And we had, I think, Greta Van Susteren go down there and say, well, at first she says, well, you can't make a wrong turn. She got down there and found out you can make a wrong turn. You get in a lane, you can't get back to the other side. And that guy, we finally got him released. I'd like to see Joe Arpaio to be uh, replacing the, <laughs> the yeah, that's the guy we need. We'll put him in ten. <laughs> oh yeah, that's, I love that. Way to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And he would he would reduce the 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 prisons. We could sell those buildings because you know he'd put up the tents and everything and put everybody where they should be so that they would not want to come back there. That's that right. was his that was his uh, statement. Well, we he was asked. Look at all these people. They're they're in all of this this uh, poor conditions that they have out there. He says, well, uh, quite frankly, maybe they'll consider not ever wanting to come back here. <laughs> yeah, they want good conditions. They can go home and get them. Right. That's right. But we're not serving them up here. <laughs> you saw what happened with Eric Duncan, the Ebola patient in Texas. His family got an unknown settlement. Some say it was a huge in the hospital. He wasn't supposed to be here in the first place. He misrepresented that he had uh, contact with Ebola patients as well. Uh, he didn't possibly have a good language. Uh, there may have been a language barrier when he got to the emergency room. There's a lot of redeeming factors here why he was sent home 
and the first time around. They're claiming because he was black. And if he was white, he'd still be alive. That's a bunch of bullshit. That doesn't happen anymore. That may have happened the the time of 1900 or 1860. Not anymore. It's, and he, not only he won the lottery, his family, for money, they got notoriety. They're going to write books. There's going to be a watch. There'll be a movie about this, the Eric Duncan story, as well. If I have his name proper, this this is this is just bullshit. Excuse me. Well, come on, bye. Doctors are being reamed now. You heard 225,000 doctors are not participating in Obamacare. Do you blame them? <laughs> I don't blame I them at all. There's 887,000 practicing physicians, and there's another 50,000 do administrative work or more. And they're just chasing doctors around. These medical boards around the country, uh, all they've become political boards. They're political hacks on them. They're holding doctors up from being practicing. Uh, if you're a foreign doctor, it's easy to get a, uh, a medical license, like in a, a deep blue state of Maryland. Now, l- let me just extend it because we have a couple seconds. They want to put criminal background checks, which they should have done. All the medical boards. I don't, I don't deny that, but are they going to do criminal background checks on the foreign physicians coming in as well? I don't think so. Only on American doctors. Oh, I don't know way. if they commit. What if they committed crimes in Korea, or they committed crimes in Pakistan, India, where most of these doctors are coming from, or South Africa, or whatever? No one. That's okay. But it's American doctors that are going out. And what other crimes? Oh, they may have looked at the patient the wrong way. Ninety percent of these crimes are just a bunch of crap. The patient comes up. He touched me in the wrong way, or he didn't put the thermometer in the right hole, or something. I read a lot of this stuff. It's just bogus. And lots of doctors are losing their ability to practice after studying so hard 12 or 14 years. All doctors now are rapists or uh, they're all criminal types. It's just amazing. And the lawyers are doing this. The lawyers are hurting us. You know, I would love to do an entire show on what's in national TV right now, and that's uh, the person who supposedly, quote, unquote, shot Osama bin Laden. Yeah. Doctor, I have to... uh, admit that you, you would probably know best, but I've got a, a uh, clinic three doors down from mine that is nothing other than a, a, uh, a kidney dialysis place. Now, yeah. anytime you want to talk to those professionals and let them understand what you're talking about, uh, the Osama bin Laden's case of, of kidney dialysis, kidney disease, the maximum Human life, if they would have had that severity, where he had to be on kidney dialysis when he bought that equipment back in 2000, well, he was already in sad shape. And we don't know for how many years before that, but he purchased the equipment in Saudi Arabia in 2000. The maximum, the extended life of the maximum person living would have been eight years. Okay? So he was already dead. So why are they they buried him at sea, of course, was because they didn't want to admit that, because that was part of how he was supposed to get, he being Obama, was supposed to get reelected. That's why they come straight out in the public and started talking about it. Why this guy now is coming out and saying what he's saying is, of course, a rudimentary that is going to have to be discovered later on. But yeah. I believe, and, I, and, and so do the experts. Osama bin Laden could not have lived past 2000. 2008 would be a, even a year or two longer than what they would think that he could live. It's his brother. One of his 15 brothers was buried at sea. That's why we weren't allowed to see the pictures. But the head of the Senate in the house, they said, well, we got a picture. How would they know what he looks like in the first place? The well, where was the kidney dialysis equipment? You cannot. He could not have been in there without it. You see what I mean? There was no kidney dialysis equipment yeah. in any of those pictures. It takes a lot of nurses to run that equipment. It's very difficult. It has to be run under sanitary conditions, and you know the rest. It's just, it's just absolute. Your, your points are very well taken. Why don't we see it? Because we really want to uh, make the Muslims mad. Well, they're mad, and they're going to be mad, and they're going to hate us, and they continue to hate us, and that's why they continue waging wars. They just they just self-hate. Yeah, you exactly. can't talk to them. There's no conversation being had. No. And they're all, and you see them all over the place here too. Yeah. Walking around in little muzzy outfits, you know, grow up, get a grip. If you want to be a muzzy, go back to muzzy land. Yeah. Don't bring it here. We don't need it. We don't want it. We need an extra yeah. hour, guys. I know <laughs> so much. <laughs> We're coming down to the wire, but again, I want to, I want to tell you how I appreciate both of you. We 
are such a team when it comes to this radio program, and it just excites me to go through one of them with you guys. We we have so much in common and, and relate so much to the public. I know here next Thursday. Dear President Obama, we, the people, have stated resolutely we reject your vision for our country. You claim you have not heard us. We, the people, have assembled across America resisting your efforts to subvert our Constitution and undermine our liberty. You claim you have not seen us. Since you have not acknowledged our message, let us here present it once more. For if, as President Wilson said, a leader's ear must ring with the voices of the people, the time has come. Our greatest treasure is freedom.